the karmic family, the collective of soul contracts in conjunction with our own. The experiences, including the traumas, is wherein we understand these layers of your mama voids and now you carry on the same as a base in the combination of that disorganized and anxious attachment. The fear of loss or the fear of rejection, the fear to become close. This aspect grows into the family tree for not blood, but share the ties and connection of the trauma. Interesting. The family secrets, these elements for decades have been the cornerstone of most family narratives. I've said this before, and I'm gonna keep saying it, that emotional literacy is the basis of everything that you're going to come into in your true authentic self. So clearing this karmic debt is very important. Lots of people living in this world right now are carrying on their ancestors and their families the karma of the ancestral bloodlines is bestowed upon the most spiritual or the one to become the most spiritually developed in the family. They carry on these blockages as the black sheep. You will keep doing it until you deal with it. Very often these karma relationships are with the intermediate family. Using your karma relationship is basically based in someone that you had that harsh fight with or some victim of circumstance. You returned in this very lifetime to ensure that you work things out and clear out that blockage. Welcome to the God out. Today, we don't get into the family feud. Why you're the black sheep 
and understanding the difference between familiar based on relation to the debt and family based on the support of that true growth. But before we get into that, you know we gotta get that or this least clarity. And then we're gonna smooth this out with this week's session. Welcome to the God Hour Podcast. I want you to be fucking great as we get in to this week's lesson. Hello everybody, it's uh, Papa Lucy, <laughs> wanted to get the cards shuffled together for our reading, just sitting here chilling with the, did that come in, get that in real quick, one more, one more hit on them real quick, then we'll get into this reading, you know, a nice little general energy and clarity. Let's see what our first card will be. First card, four swords. That represents that, that represents that. Sitting in that space, allowing everything to be cut loose. Next card is the two of pinnacles. Represents coming into that balance. Third card is the hermit. Represents coming into balance of what you've been learning as you've been going deep inside of yourself. Clearing out those debts that you had on the table. Fourth card is temperance. That's that understanding, reconciling that relationship with yourself. So you've been going internal to reconcile that relationship with yourself. And then that fifth card is the Knight of Wands. That decision moving forward. Let's get into this reading, shall we? As you look at the Four of Wands, I'm at the Four of Swords. It represents the rest and coming into that resting. I'm reading this energy now because I'm sensing a lot of y'all are not allowing yourself to rest. You're not allowing yourself to observe. You're not allowing yourself to reflect. You're not allowing yourself to come to the terms. And that's what's taking you, that's gonna give you the inability to find that balance and coming to that balance and that new grounding. That's what's seen in that four swords. It's time for you to sit there and allow the things that have been, the things that are popping up right now in your life are the very things that you need to address and cut out. The things that are happening in your life are all reflections or points that you're experiencing this emotional anguish, but what they're telling you is, you need to set that, you need to set that boundary. Maybe you need to set that boundary, you need to set that parameter. A lot of times we come into this space with ourselves and we're not setting that boundary. We're not, set, we're not setting the emotional parameters and we're allowing these things to run us ragged. That's exactly what we're doing. We're allowing these things to run us ragged. We're 
subscribing to these new things of residency based on old addresses. Things that we have not addressed. It's time to go inside. Remember, everything is going to show you that internal aspect of you. So the Hermit card represents going inside, going internally. What does this really mean? What is this what is this really saying that I need to address? There's something in here that still holds the old residence of myself. I'm still holding on to the guilt, the doubt, that grief. I'm still holding on to these old aspects as I'm trying to move forward. And this is what goes into temperance. It's time to reconcile. The only way we can reconcile with ourselves is by being honest with ourselves. The only way to be honest, reconcile with ourselves is to be honest with ourselves. Why am I holding this subscription so tightly? Why am I not, why am I avoiding ending what I subscribe to? Why am I avoiding addressing the old residence of my energy? Why am I avoiding it? It's clear as I'm moving forward through that night of wands that I need to address these things. I need to address my old subscriptions. This is going to be a big theme all week. It's time for you to address where you put residence in. Why you put the residence, why you took residency there in the first place. Maybe it might be a friendship or that trauma bond that came together because of an addiction or an urge that you had to circumvent. Or, and then it evolved into the things that you weren't dealing with. They were in front of that door. But now that it's time to address that door, there's no need for that subscription. As you're moving forward, you gotta allow everything to be cut loose. Only you can make that decision. Or you're gonna remain out of balance. You're gonna remain not being able, and you'll have no one to blame but yourself, to take that internal time to self. That self-care, that Taurus energy is representing that self-care, going internal, setting that boundary, coming into your abundance, understanding what you were abundant in before and removing that subscription. You want to be abundant in that hot love? You got to remove everything that's not love. You want to become wealthy in your health, your strength, your opulence, you gotta let go of everything that's in grief and doubt, insecurity. You keep having these same conversations and the conversations are not based on reconcile. I thought about something when it came to gossip. Gossip is the low vibrational atone or atonement to avoiding dealing with what I need to deal with. 
I noticed the more that I talked about others, the less that I worked on myself. So then I couldn't move forward because I was so busy trying to put this over here or look at this over here. And even when it came to having those conversations, the individuals that I would speak to on it, they had no sense of balance in their own life. I was trying to talk to people about money that only understood money, they didn't understand finance. I was trying to talk to people about healthy relationships that were in trauma bonds or were reflections of my old trauma bonds. So I realized that my conversations were different. They knew how to have a good time, but when it came time to getting better, when it came time to tap it into me, they couldn't get, I couldn't move forward with them. It's all right. You're in a position now where it's time to move forward. You be getting the signs over and over and over. What you gonna do? What you gonna do with the information that you been getting? I know for a fact you've been getting the signs from your spiritual advisors, your spirit team. You've been getting the answer, but you haven't been accepting it because it challenges that very behavior. It might be the last of the identities, or it might be the first of the identities, but it's challenging those old identities. It's challenging what you used to do. It's bringing it to the surface. And now you gotta face that. You've been asking for it. You've been asking for that balance. You've been asking for what does this mean to me? You've been asking for reconciliation. You've been asking to move forward, but you're not sitting in the space allowing it to cut out what no longer serves you. Crazy, eh? I want you to be the fucking best. I desire you to be the best. But it's gonna take you sitting down with yourself. It's gonna take you coming into that balance. It's gonna take you going internal and being honest with yourself to bring yourself into a state of reconciliation so you can now move forward. You don't have to provide closure. You don't have to, ooh, they made mistakes and I can help. No, that's not what you're here for. You're here for you right now. It's time to clear out that debt so you can start raising up into them higher levels. This has been your weekly reading with Papaloosa. If this reading resonates with you, take it throughout your day, take it throughout your week, sit with it. And if you are interested in your own more personal in-depth reading, stay tuned to the plug talk. Get you plugged in. I love you. We love us. Peace and dog. Ashe. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the God Hour Podcast. I am your host and your master of ceremonies. And your favorite occult psychologist, once again, Papa Lucifer. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome to the God Hour. This week, this is a very deep, uh, this this is something that we're going to get throughout the week. This is a subject. This is a, some subject matter that we need to address because I was watching something earlier on in the week. And it's always, when we talk about the, 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 the black family and all of these aspects, it's always from a space of like victimhood. It's never really an ownership mentality from what I've seen for the most part, somewhat, but it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a normalized basis. So, you know, we always break this down into three segments of the session. The first segment is the karmic debt of that family feud, the karmic debt, the poverty mindset, the sexual abuse, the victim mentality. These are just a few of those cycles, or these are actually aspects. When I talk about these cycles, these actually connect. And we don't get into the whys in the house. The why doesn't, we have to get out of this victim mentality. We have to get out of this victim mentality. We always look at it from a state of victimhood, like, and then it puts us, remember last week I was talking about entitlement. It gives us trapped in this state of entitlement based on, yo, no, but they got to do this and they got to do this first. And here goes the thing with it. That contract that you signed, signed up for that you put together, these are the results of your contract. You were in a space in your past life cycles, those harsh realities, those things that happen, and then you came into your current state, and until you deal with it, it's only going to evolve into something more. It's going to evolve into something else. And it's not based on just simply... The timeline, that means we're going to wait until the next generation. We're going to wait until the next generation. Because here's the key. If you have children or there's children in that space, you have kids, nieces, nephews, whatever, to that space, they're picking up those emotional behaviors now. So there is no, I'm going to wait. So there is no the poverty mindset that we usually get stuck in is rooted in us from childhood. So if it was rooted into myself in childhood, a poverty or a lack mindset or a strict mindset, uh, this victim mentality, these aspects happening or in sexual abuses and these things were happened in my childhood. That means everything that I create going forward will be based upon those same catalysts. So if if you have children, the same things that you went through when you were 12, 13, 14, we're gonna get very, very deep in this on Friday. Y'all tune in for that class. And I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna give it a little, this little taste of that grade school aspect and understand how these numbers are synonymous, how they go together. If something happened to me when I was 13 and 14, I talked about it in last week's lecture on my channel. And I talked about the time that I lost my virginity was through sexual abuse. I didn't know what it was. I mean, I thought I was getting it on. But the thing that happened before that in that cycle was my pops and his brother, they went through a process. My father and my brother his father, my father and his brother, 
they were introduced around the same exact age to what I was introduced to. So when we think about this frequency of this energy continuing on, if it's not defined and broken out of the confinement, if it's not broken out of this, the old definition, it will carry on. This is how that shit, this is how, this is how these cycles continue. This is how this debt continues. So everything from Sugar Daddy Slim that's up the street that he hollering at you talking about, yo, I, with your, uh, I used to, uh, me and your mama was cool back in the day. And this is when he was 30. He was 30 when that happened. And your mom was in her teens. I was, I used to, uh, your mom used to, me, your mom, me and your mom used to be cool around your age, right? At the same age. And when he was 30, and now this nigga's 60, and he's saying the same thing to you that he said to your mama, if you accept something in that space, this is something that we don't talk about, if this molestation or this abuse happened again, based on the same principles, he paid, he paid the bills and your daddy couldn't and all of this stuff, or family needed money and all this type of shit. When you really start pulling back these layers, you're not innocent. Because at a point in time, so let's say he's 60, he's talking to you. Now, this nigga damn near 80. And now he got a niece, he got a nephew or a son or a child, a male child around him that picked up that same energy. It carries on this debt. That debt continues to get carried over. That debt just changes. It, 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 we change hands when it comes to debt. And that's one of those deep things when it comes to these things and having those conversations. Or you got aunt, or you got Aunt Bernice up the street. She been <clears throat> she been uh Miss Parkering it up ever since back in the early 70s. Still out there. This sugar baby shit, this sugar boy, sugar baby, sugar bears, and all that shit. And it's like, these are the things that's trauma. That's resulted from a trauma. That's the, that's karmic debt. That's debt through that sexual abuse, through that narrative. And then we, these are the things that we don't have that conversation about. These are the things that we don't really talk about. When we're talking about the poverty mindset, the lack mindset, remember that emotional, <clears throat> when we're thinking about the emotional literacy, that is the key to every other aspect. Without emotional literacy, you can't have any financial literacy. Because if you look at those situations, if you look at these situations, you like, my, uh, well, my mom said this and my, this happened because of my mom. And my mom said, my dad, my mom said, uncle, my uncle helped out the house. We can't talk about him because he helping us out or the boyfriend that's abusing the child, the boyfriend, the stepfather, all of these things, abusing the, um, the children, the sexual abuse in the home and shit. That's what creates the lack mentality. That's what creates the lack. That's that's the energy. Remember, because sacred energy exchange, if the energy is not treated as sacred and is and 
Now, if the energy is not treated as sacred and then it's exchanged, it's exchanged through the lower aspects, grief, fear, insecurity, these lower level frequencies. What do you think is created in the future tense? Everything will be created to sustain or this alchemical algorithm to continue the same algorithm of the same pattern. <clears throat> so now where the daughter, now a mother, gets abused at her age and she don't deal with those aspects, now her daughter around that same age and that same frequency is going to go through the same pressure, the same pressures to pick up that debt. And if the mom ain't talking about it, the brother ain't talking about it, the sisters ain't talking about it, the family ain't talking about it, and bringing that shit to the surface, then the daughter's just gonna pick up debt. That same debt. That she gonna pick up, now she picked up the karmic debt. Now she gotta deal with it. And then it just, we just carry on this cycle and then we continuously do this blame thing, this blaming shit on motherfuckers like, well, that wouldn't have happened if we weren't slaves and that wouldn't have happened with this, this, and this. That's not fucking true. Cause that shit's based on the frequency of the energy in the space. Cause I've dealt with clients that have had no, <clears throat> none of them, like when they look back at their family tree and we do a past past life regression, none of them went through fucking slavery. It was something that their grandmother did or the grandmother signed a deal with somebody up the street in that space. And that led to every woman in the every woman in that fucking family being scorned to that same level. Some of y'all don't even understand the real reason why you can't never seem to find a man. And when you do find a man, you run, you, you run that nigga off. Or some of y'all dudes don't understand why you can never seem to build something past a certain point with a woman or with a with a queen. It's because of that, it's because of that karmic debt gotta be paid off. It's that karmic debt that gotta get paid off. Or you gotta repeat the same points of the cycle that's that this is the new narrative this is the narrative of the family tree that we that we're now experiencing all that shit was done by the design based on behavior every everything's based on behavior the behavior is the behavior or the vibration is the behavior the frequency is the emotion so if my frequency or my emotions is based in grief and all of these lower the lower frequencies of energy the lower frequencies of energy kind of with the energy which creates the behavior that means in order for me to create a stability or a balance i gotta move inside of this behavior so now outside of myself i gotta have an an antagonist so now we got people in there their units where it's not really a unit based on remember i always talk about this unified to yourself since there's broken aspects within the woman Broken aspects within the man. They got a wounded masculine, wounded feminine complexes within them. And back, they both got wounded and masculine, wounded masculine and feminine complexes inside of them. Guess what they subscribe to? They only can create from the broken aspect. They only can create, they only can bring things into this space through a broken aspect. 
So it's going to be more of this financial woe. So now you're going to be in this state of financial detriment because of your mindset. It don't matter how much money you go for. It don't matter how much money you try to go get. It don't matter if you go, you can go win a million dollars tomorrow. What is your plans with it? I guarantee all your plans going to be on some external shit. Because you don't know what a million dollars or a million, a million watts or a million joules worth of energy looks like. That's that internal energy. <clears throat> because you're going to be paying, you're going to be feeding the debt. Think about, think, put, put, put this in your head. If I cannot speak to my children, my nieces, my nephews, or any child about the birds and the bee talk, the birds and the bee talk became very cliche because it's never spoken from a space of a heel position. How many people have had that conversation from a healed space, not from bias, not from their own detriments, not from their own happenings, the bad shit that happened to them, but from an unbiased healed perspective. If something happened to you when you were little, have you dealt with it so that you can have that conversation with your, with your daughter, with your son from a space that don't sound like something what our parents said. My, my parents didn't even have the sex talk with me. My parents didn't even have the sex talk with me. And the craziest part about that, my parents not having that sex talk with me ever. N no one had that sex talk with me. Craziest part is that my birth name middle name derives from dionis which is prince purple rain purple rain jimmy hendrix all of that energy that pan energy so i had to learn in a different sense so like it was meant for me to learn in the way that i learned so it's not good or bad when we think about it's another thing we got to think about this shit ain't good or bad this shit is positive and negative and this is positive and egg negative some shit gonna serve you, some shit don't. At a point in time where something didn't serve you at one point in time when it was very positive, it might serve you a little bit later, but you gotta understand these levels. But think about it like this. If you can't have an unbiased conversation and talk about the things that's happened to you, I'm talking about any event that happened in your life that led you to a certain point. You feel me? How can you talk to your kids about anything else? other than gossip and hearsay and everything you're going to say is going to sound jaded. Think about that. I remember listening to the conversation my mom would have with my sisters and I looked at how my sisters turned out because my mom was care. My mom was basically passing on the debt slips. She passed the debt slip on to my brother. She passed it on to my sisters. She passed it on to my, she's passed it on. They just keep passing it on. I got a debt slip. I got a debt slip handed to me as well. But I looked at that slip like, I gotta pay this. I, I guess I gotta pay this. And I went through the man, it ain't my prop. 
I had to pay that debt slip. So I paid my karmic, I paid my debts off. Me having this conversation with y'all today, me having this conversation with y'all, this is the solidifying in the timeline that I've had this conversation of those debts. Because think about it like this. If you can't have that conversation or you're not willing to have that true conversation, because remember, every conversation starts with you. If you're not willing to have that conversation, how can you talk about money? You'll talk from a slave mentality because you're stuck within a lack mentality. You'll talk from the you'll talk from the same mentality that your mama talked. You'll talk from the same mentality that your mother, i.e., didn't talk from. Like I give you the example. My mother's side of the family is marry a military man because we was in a military uh, town. Marry a military man or let the government, some form of government assistance. Some form of government assistance. You dig? So if I carried that on in that space, I couldn't be in the LLC mentality that I'm in now. That karmic debt cycle had to end with me. It had to. There was no choice. Man, I had a choice. Ultimately, I could do it. But I wouldn't be sitting here right now having this conversation. We wouldn't be sitting here. We wouldn't be sitting. You wouldn't be sitting here listening to me say this type of shit. Like this, this, the sexual trauma, the sexual exploitation, all of these aspects. Everything that we feed on. Because I, as I talked about, I talked about this video on my, um, Friday. Black people sell trauma. And the music that we put out, we sell trauma. We've been selling trauma. We have been selling our trauma. The only difference between the family that you're saying is the evilest family in the world and you is that they've accepted they should if you want to take it that route if you want to say if you want to take let's take it that route the they that motherfuckers want to keep blaming shit on the only difference between them and your family is that the family secrets that they have they've accepted them they've built off of them they've made money off of their shit they've made money off telling their damn stories from a sense of ownership and they still doing it to this day if you want to take it that route they doing the same shit that you doing the only difference is that you want to bottle that shit up and you using it anyway this shit's built off of your trauma i talked about that on friday this shit, your world is not built off of what you off of what you have dealt with. Your world, your environment, your society, everything that you're in is built on the things that you have not dealt with. The secret society, the family secrets. That's what your world is built on. Your unseen. The things you have not dealt with. Your whole crib your house, your job, this is all coming from you have not went through your healing process. Everything that you got going on in your life, 
that you are fighting to survive and all this shit is based off a lack mindset. Therefore, the lack mindset is based off of the things that brought you into that frequency. So everything you build in your space is built on that lack mindset. It's built off of that trauma. It's built off of these events. That's the unseen coming to the light. The longer you don't deal with it, the more your world can, the world your the more your world keeps warping. You think your world is warped. You in the right position everywhere. I keep saying this, y'all are in the right position. But the thing you got to deal with is, damn, look at my fucking world. My world is like this because of the shit that I've not dealt with. Say that to yourself. Your world is put together based on the things you do not deal with. Because if you dealt with them, it wouldn't be present. The experience would change. The results would change. The results of your experiences would change. If you dealt with those issues and you face those shadows with inside of yourself, the results of your experiences would change. You see, through your experiences, you have one set of results. So without those experiences, you wouldn't have those same results. So that goes and it cements that point. This shit ain't built on what you've seen. Remember, this shit don't project out. This shit don't, you're not looking out at the world. This is a projection from your own mind. You're seeing it as you need to see it in order for it. You're seeing it in, you're seeing everything in it, projecting the experiences as you need to see it so you can survive. That's why as soon as you start dealing with these issues and these things start coming to the surface, my whole fucking world changed. I was no longer sitting in a space of trying to keep a job just so I didn't look like I was, so I didn't have to depend on government assistance. Because in the reality of it, think about it like this. If I have a job, I am getting government assistance. And either way, like whether whether I'm at the end of the year, I get taxes. At the end of the year, whether I do some get a tax return, that's government assistance. They go all they're gonna do is give me some money or give me a nice little check, or I get a check every month from disability or whatever. I'm still doing what they're doing. That's why they exist. When we look at this level, when we inside of this space, the only reason motherfuckers can see you is when you're on the same frequency as them. The only reason these motherfuckers can see you is because you're on the same frequency as them. That's the only reason you can see them. If my whole life, my existence is based on the lack mentality, self-preservation, trying to survive, that means the only things that I will be able to see until I accept that I got to do this work are the things that are based on survival. There are the things based in survival. Let me give you a nice example. When I look up and down my page, I see business owners, LLCs, business owners, authors, people that have products, people that are selling things i see artists i see all types of shit i rarely see on my page anybody that's 
in this survival mentality. And that's as of this year, 2021, I'm seeing less and less of the individuals that are still in that old paradigm. As I'm shifting, I'm seeing less and less of the individuals of the old paradigm. I'm seeing less and less of that shit. I'm not seeing it as much anymore. I'm not seeing like, oh my God, they did this and it. I'm not seeing that shit no more. It don't exist. It don't exist inside of my space. Therefore, my environment is changing to match that frequency. And now when it's getting crazier is the things that bring an irritation to my spirit are things that I know need to be taken away. There's just certain things I don't, that don't compute, that can't, that don't mesh with me. Loud noise, all that like loud noise and and talking about nothing and 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 empty conversations and we ain't talking about anything. We're not talking about how to expand. We're not talking about LLC. We're not talking about uh the LLC mentality. We're not talking about ownership. We're not talking about building, learning anything. Those conversations I'm not having. And that includes the old car because I've dealt with the karmic debt. And this is the main key we gotta understand. That deals with karmic debt. A lot of you, a lot of us get stuck in this position when it comes to addressing this part right here and that's the family feud. As above, so below. The conflicts that are going on up top in the higher realms, niggas feuding and shit, that's nothing but your family down here in reflection. The karmic, the soul contract, the karmic ties that you have down here. The more karmic ties that you have down here, the more you're going to notice the conflicts up there. Every time, because that's that lower astral belt, that lower astral realm. That's where most of y'all fucking ancestors are at right now. Remember, if you don't deal with it, that shit goes with you. So when you coming into this energy and motherfuckers talking about we got to fight and all this other shit, not saying that that's not there, but they're really pulling from that lower astral realm. And I'm here to, they're pulling from that lower astral. You sitting there still got fucking petty ass thoughts in your mind and, and, and feeding that shit. You feeding that lower level energy. You're feeding the lower vibrational energy. You're feeding the lower vibrational energy stuck within the lower astral plane. Setting up, your, remember, everything you're doing is setting up your world. You're pulling from your or you're pulling from your world. So if you're in conflict down here, what guess what's going on up there? Your world's in conflict, fighting to give you energy. You fight. That's why half of y'all ain't got the power that you you can't tap into your energy because you keep trying to pull everything down and stay within these old subscriptions of yourself. So put. Peep this bill with that when I was talking about the energy. So you can't have a conversation about the sexual abuses, lack mindset, struggles, the things that you did in order to champion on all of it. Like my nephews know that I my nephews know that their uncle was out there and them was out there was supplying all these supplying dealers and shit. They know that shit about me. They know that whole story. That's a story that's cemented in time. I have, I accept that. Everything of my past, I accept. You can bring up everything from my past. 
and we can have a whole conversation about every aspect of my past every point what you would call good and some of the, the negative the positive the ups the downs the, have a whole conversation we can talk about it yeah i did that yeah yeah she hurt me yeah this happened yeah go down the line we have the whole conversation we talk about it because i have nothing to hide in the shadow so since i have nothing to hide within the shadow nothing i have nothing for my i have nothing to feed on in my shadow to keep me in a negative sense i can understand why i was the black sheep in the first place yeah understand why i was the black sheep in the first place But as I was talking about that, that karmic debt and that black sheep, karmic debt, in order for you to deal with this karmic debt, to deal with these things, you are going to become the black sheep. The black sheep is the wolf in sheep's clothing. The black sheep is the wolf in sheep's clothing. Let me pull this up so we can look at that now. The black, you're the wolf in sheep's clothing. You're going to become the wolf in sheep's clothing. Motherfuckers are really not going to like when you're dealing with it. The black sheep rising. You are meant to clear the debt. This is the path where you realize that you are the wolf in sheep's clothing. You are going to become the darkest aspect in your darkest times, the darkest things that happen in yourself. Those are the things that were meant to spark the energy or the pain, the, the procedure for you to go through this process. Think about it like this. If you didn't go through anything in your life that was you considered stressful, or you would looked at everything based on good and bad, so if it didn't kill you, it wasn't that bad, and if, if, it, if it made you stronger, and we carry these narratives on, here goes the reality to it. When we talk about these traumas, sexual abuse, and these aspects of that nature, we don't keep getting deeper into those. But it's not just those aspects that create the debt. It's just not those aspects that create the debt. I watched a video the other day, and the one, the the girl, I'm gonna say girl, because she was very young in the mind. She was like, "My daddy took me everywhere. My daddy got me everything. So he has." She was like, "It was her and her man on the um." interview and she was like so he had to do the same thing and then his exact words were to her so what do you bring to the table her response was how dare you ask that that's disrespectful that's what i think about about being the black sheep the black sheep is going to be me being the black sheep now that i'm the goat baphomet Now that, I'm in, now that I'm in this space and I'm really uh, embracing my story from love, I'm bra embracing my story from not a place of pain, but a place of love. Therefore, I can illustrate it and display it as the lessons that need to be learned so things can be avoided so people can now still walk by that faith and not by that sight. A lot of times we stay walking by that sight 
based on what we've been through. We only see, because remember, now think about it like this. In the same projection, you only see your insecurities, your pains, your traumas. You only see those events. That's all you see every time you wake up. That's all you ever see. You have multiple examples in your environment that give you that that you've been through that shit you've been through the pain you've been through all these things you you keep that shit around you so that you can always say i came from this and the black sheep is destined or in that destination to be the most spiritual developed person in their karmic family they have usually been through the most hardest hardships or that would be called in the case of human death that will kill the ego or kill the inner child in order when you're killing off when you kill the inner when the inner child is kept in a space to where it is being only fed trauma it cannot flourish to its greatest potential. So the longer that you do not deal with your issue, these things, you don't bring these things to the surface, you don't have these conversations, the longer that you just carry on this karmic debt. One of the greatest things that I always think about whenever somebody says some shit is they're too young to understand. They don't understand, they don't know what's going on, they're not ready for that. Congratulations. You are passing on the karmic debt. You just passing on the karmic debt. We've heard this over and over again from the lack mentality. That lack mentality. The black sheep is not the one that goes to school, goes to college. The black sheep is not the one that gets married at that at that eight gets married and has the and has the 2.5 family has the family that no one ever had that's not the black sheep the black sheep is the one that challenges every old tradition and paradigm that has been sustained that is basically the payment for the debt you see the traditions in the culturally in this culturally speaking the traditions in these aspects inside of your family the gossiping on the the gossip around the table on thanksgiving the gossip around the table on christmas and the holidays the escapism of trying to have family trips and family reunions a lot of these aspects those are the payments for the family debt those family secrets the sexual trauma all of these events the payment for those debts is everything that you is the result that's what you're seeing I remember looking at my aunts at a young age and my aunts literally had the cars that they wanted. They had the big house, but they were paying rent. I didn't understand they were paying rent on it, but they didn't have their name on anything. They didn't have their name on shit. They never earned it. They never earned it. They never worked for it. And the ones that did work for theirs, 
they were like outcast and black sheep a little bit. They they didn't have certain conversations. One of my aunts, right? One of my aunts, like literally after she got done with school, she literally moved to the other, like out of state. She was still in, she was still living in the North Carolina, but she moved halfway across the world. She moved halfway across. And then the other ones that were trying to escape, they got married to these other individuals as a sense of escape. Like, you got to move out here with me. We got to move out here. Move away from your family. It was always, you got. we got to move away from your family. You can go visit them on the holidays, but you can't, can't be around them anymore. And then everybody would say, like, everybody always says this, like, oh, sis, they're all stuck up. And they don't want to be around the family no more. No, it's that. That's not. I. I now know that's not the case. That was the narrative that. We, that was the narrative that we've been taught. So we stay within that cycle of that debt. That was the narrative that we were taught based on that family is family narrative. But before we get into that, we gonna finish uh, building on this black sheep. I'm the black sheep of my family. I'm now the goat. I am now fully into the perfected sense in that one level of that stasis. I am now, I know I am the GOAT. I was destined to become that, that, that aspect. Everything about me in this certain space is from a space of my story I can tell based on love. Therefore, everything that I can do is based in love. Monday, when I um did my meditation, when I woke up Monday or today, Y'all to hear this, it'll be, so I'm saying Monday. Monday when I woke up, it was the first time that when I spoke my affirmations in full, when they echoed back to me, they weren't attached or nothing was attached to them that I had to address emotionally. Literally. I said I was grateful, I'm in gratitude, I am wealthy, I spoke the I spoke the entire I spoke the entire incantation or mantra, and I'm waiting for it to come back. Usually, something might come back. First time, nothing came back. That means I addressed all of the attachments, and I'm not saying that there's no more attachments I might have to deal with. But at this point in time, like I'm clear of a lot of debts. I'm no longer in the space where a lot of debts are are substantial to the position where I'm in now. I've accepted being that black sheep, that black sheep rising. To like to most people, I'm I'm a wolf. I'm I'm evil. I'm I'm I've shed. I'll be everything that you said that I am, because I had to become those things in order to understand. I had to become those aspects to understand myself. What's that line in Scarface? Y'all need people like me? I'll be the bad guy. Can y'all need people like me? Because I do what y'all afraid to do. I stand in the I stand in the darkness where y'all afraid to stand in. I'm out living out in that shit. That's basically what you become at in this black sheep process. Yeah, as you acknowledge these things, you have those conversations. You go through this healing process. You are going to be causing separation. That separation is needed. Without that separation, there can be no growth. Without the separation, there can be no growth. 
There could be no expansion. There could be no healing without separation. There could be no evolution without separation. So you're going to become that wolf in that sheep's clothing. Go read Little Red Right. You, you are the wolf in sheep's clothing in your family. If you are the black sheep, you are the outcast. You take a different opinion and view on things. You study things. You're researching that shit. You're really studying yourself. You're learning these aspects of yourself. You are the wolf in sheep's clothing. It's time to remove. It's time to shed the fur. And allow your allow your fangs to show. The only thing that stops you is the only thing that stopped me so many times was that those acceptance wounds. I was so stuck on trying to be accepted, trying to be seen, trying to nurture those, trying to nurture through those wounds. I was feeding myself toxin every time I went somewhere. My job didn't, my job was not my job until I could go to my mom's house and say, see, I did it like this. My relationships weren't a relationship until I felt like I had to go to my mom's house and show her, see, I can be in a relationship. Cause that's basically what I was doing. A lot of the things that you're doing based in that sense, based on that old karmic debt is from that lack mindset is the minute that you get something, you feel this inherent need to show your mom and your sisters and your brothers and family members and friends that you got something. I don't feel that need. I don't, I don't, I don't feel that need. Like it is not based on a state. It's not, and there's a difference. And the biggest difference is this is like, it's, ba it's not based from a state of avoidance. I'm like, I'm not avoiding conversations. I've had the conversation. I know it's a repeat. I know it's a projection now. I understand where it's coming from. When the conversation comes up, I speak the things that I need to speak in that space that the spirit directs, that my spirit directs, and then I move from there. Everything outside of that, I'm not really, I'm not subleasing or putting myself in a state of residency just because I was accepted in that space. Because regardless of what you do, here's the reality of this. When you're clearing out this debt, regardless of what you do, you're always going to be tried, you're always going to be seen through that traumatic experience, through the debt. So if you're healing and you're dealing with the debt, for example, if I'm dealing with my debt now, now that I'm in this full LLC mentality in my spiritual sense, I'm in that LLC mentality, ownership mentality. It means everything I do is based on ownership mentality, accountability, responsibility for my narrative, for how I grow, for how I heal, for how I move, for how I expand. And I'm in that space mindset now. That means that anything that is not on that level cannot even see me anyway. That means the only way that they can see me is if there are remains or remnants of that survival of that lack mindset still present make sense a lot of y'all keep a lot of y'all keep avoiding that conversation that you need to have we need to address this we need to have this conversation and when i'm talking about avoidance it goes into the level of 
you'll say you had the conversation, but did you comprehend the conversation? Did you comprehend it? That's the key. I don't care how many times you talked about it. I talked to my mom till I'm blue in the damn face. I talked to my mom till I'm blue in the fucking face about the things that we've been through. Trying to get her to admit some shit that I that I found out already. I would talk to my mom blue in the face, talk to family members until I'm blue in the face and get so upset and frustrated that they don't want to talk about it or they don't want to admit shit. But here's the thing. They're telling me exactly what I need to know. They're telling me exactly what I need to know. If they're speaking from a projection of avoidance, that means they have not dealt with it. That means that in order for me to deal with this debt, I can't avoid it. That means it goes upon me to go through my healing process and what I need to do in order to make this. I need to, if I need to take space, if I need to make separation, if I need to break away from these ties that I've these other etheric ties that I've created in order to remain inside that space, that means the things I need to do. That means it's time for me to grow the fuck up because what I'm telling myself if I keep avoiding it is that I'm not ready to grow up. Therefore, everything that comes into my space will be based on me not growing up, me not taking accountability and responsibility. Therefore, I will always stay in certain behaviors. I don't know how many times from my, I, 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 and I don't know how many times that in not dealing with the trauma and dealing with the events that happened in my childhood, I didn't know how detrimental they were until I noticed that Whenever something went bad and I went, because under that narrative, you always go to your mom's house, always go to your, you always go to your parent house, my parents' house. I always, I had that, I had that luxury of being able to do that, but I didn't understand that luxury and why I was able to do that so many times. From a space of avoidance, I was like, okay, cool. Every time some shit get heated, I can go back home. All right, cool. But every time that I go back home, I have to submit to the, now that I understand purpose, I have to submit myself to the attributes of the ideal space in order to survive in that space. That means that every time that I went back home, it doesn't matter what I was doing, I was still seen as the 18 year old, the 10 year old, I was still seen as the 18 year old Carlos. I was still seen as the, I was still seen as little Carlos. That's who I was seen as. Always, I was treated as such, talked to as such. So the same conversations that didn't happen then weren't happening now. You see how that shit go? All I'm because they're stuck within the debt cycle. They're stuck within the cycle of debt. I've addressed these debts. So every time I come back into this space, I'm different. But I'm I'm addressing them but I'm still subscribing to them because I was looking at them through a space through fear. You feel me? So I was still acting in those old wounds. So what I had to do was acknowledge my wounds. Once I sat there in that room and acknowledged those wounds and really started acknowledging those wounds, shit started changing. I'm watching Bobby Hemet lectures On my laptop, 
My mom ain't got Wi-Fi. So my phone was my hotspot. My phone lit up like my hotspot. Got my hotspot on. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me do it like this, this, and this. Phone like my phone, my phone is my hotspot. My phone is now my, my phone's my hotspot. So then I'm just sitting there watching Bobby Hemi lectures, Panic lectures, Phil Valentine lectures, Dr. Ben Yo. I'm studying in the space. Because in the space, I am a child. That's the reason I can keep going back there. In that space, you are still a child. In that spite, that's where your child, that's where your childlike innocence is. That's why you keep subscribing to that space because you're accepted based on the events. Once you start dealing with the events, you will no longer be, you will no longer necessarily be accepted in that space. Once you start setting those new boundaries and those parameters, you will no longer be accepted inside of that space. You will be seen as different. And rightfully so. I don't want to be seen as the, I accept that I'm seen the same exact way. But when I look at the look on my mother's face, when we have a conversation and every single time that we've had conversations, she will sit there and say, how do you keep all this information in your head? And I say, I don't. This is divine channel. This is divine from learning. I had to, the reason I can keep the reason I can take in so much is because I addressed the wounds. I addressed the aspects, the conversations that we had. I accepted the answers that I had to start accepting the answers that you gave me. I accepted everything that you gave me, not just simply the good aspect of this over here. I accepted everything that you gave me. I remember having that conversation with my mother and my mom and my pops in the kitchen three years ago standing in the kitchen telling them that I accept everything that you guys have shown and teach me whether you know it or, or can fathom it or not you taught me from every space and I accept every lesson known and unknown that you bestowed upon me I accept those things I accept those lessons Without those lessons, I cannot be where I'm at and not continue going forward. My pop stood there and looked at me with these tears in his eyes because he's never heard that before. My mom stood there with tears in her eyes and never heard that before. Never heard that frequency of language before. The longer that I stayed in that space, but this was the key. The longer that I stayed in that space, the more drained I started to become after I made that acknowledgement. This is the key to you understanding why it's so important to clear out the debt. When you clear out the debt, you remove all of the barriers that have been put up. None of the barriers can exist. So I remember like, the next time when after I went over to, I was going over to my parent, my, their house. And I remember for about 15 and a half minutes, 
my pops was like, where was I? Always asking where I'm at. My mom's always asking where I'm at. And I was like, why are they asking where I'm at all the time? And then I sat there and I was reflecting on the way back to my crib. I was like, oh, I'm that light in their space. I'm the, I was that light in that space. I brought some things to the surface and their ways of being passive aggressive and avoiding it. If I'm there, they can avoid it. Because their true, their truth was shown. You feel me? It happens on both ends. When you start showing your authentic self, you see them for them out their authentic selves. One of the things, one of the mantras that I always used to say to people was when people meet me, when I see people, I see the true version of them. I see the true version of them, whether it is the best version of themselves or it is the show. I see the best version of the part. I see the true version of a person. I see them in their truth. The thing that we have to understand is in seeing people as seeing them as who they can be, who they truly are and seeing all of the wounds and seeing everything, me as a seer, me being able to be in that space, that being my gift, one of my gifts is fighting the human urge to want to save them before becoming the authentic self. Now, there are certain levels of things that you actually can do while you're doing your healing work. And it's based on when you're doing your healing work, there's aspects that when you have that conversation, that's when you go into that space, you go into that space, understanding that the space is going to teach you and you're not trying to go in that space trying to be a teacher. That's one thing that I had to learn. I had to go into that space and become open to the space. So the conversation started changing. It wasn't a conversation based on, well, you need to do this, this, and this. And it wasn't, I wasn't coming from a space of fear anymore or trying to be accepted. When I was trying to be accepted, when I was trying to be accepted, I noticed that the conversation was different in the sense of I still could hear the wounds. I, I hear, still could hear the broken aspects in my voice. I was trying to, I was still trying to relate through the trauma, but the trauma wasn't there no more for me. I dealt with my, I dealt with my wounds. So <clears throat> in order for me to live inside of that space or exist inside of that space, I had to go back to survival. And then this is when I noticed that every time I was going in that space, even when you go out to the outskirt of that thing with yourself, you're still in the state of survival. That's why they still can see you. Until you deal with the things you have to deal with, you'll be, you're just going to keep carrying that shit forward. It's going to get heavier and heavier and more dense and more dense. As I'm always saying every week, Damn near, I say to myself, the only thing I got to get now is my license. That's it. Only thing I need to get now is my, get my license, get my license back in order and I'm good. That's all I got to do. That's the only thing left to do is get my license. That's it. There's nothing stopping me from getting my license other than creating the juncture of the space and time. That's it. 
Now, before that, and there was a reason for it, was everything that lined up in front of me doing this, there was excuses. So I, it was in the physical sense that I lost my rights or my privilege to navigate the space, the way that I was trying to navigate it. I was real reckless and I had to accept that I was really fucking reckless. I had to accept that I was reckless. I had to accept that shit. You gotta accept that shit for yourself. This black sheep rising, you rising into your higher aspects of yourself, rise going through that, going into that dark area and acknowledging these cycles, acknowledging these traumas that we have to acknowledge. We gotta acknowledge these traumas. We gotta acknowledge these traumas. We gotta acknowledge these events. We gotta stop trying to be, stay familiar based on that essence of that. There's a difference between family and being familiar, that relation to the trauma. And this is where a lot of us stay stuck in that space. We stay related to the trauma. As long as the trauma is in play, as long as the secret is intact, as long as the traumatic events are intact, we can stay in relation, we can stay relevant. Because in relation is relevance. We stay in relation due to relevance. But then when you stay in that type, when you stay in that cycle of staying relevant because of relation, you can't grow. There's no support in being relevant to relate the relation based on the events that have happened. There's no growth in there. This is the, that, that is the detrimental karmic site. That's the karmic cycle. Every time you speak something, it gets stuck within this realm. It keeps coming back to you. This, it keeps coming back to you augmented. That's that, yeah. And after this break, we don't get into that. Y'all all right out there? Thank you for choosing the God out. Welcome, 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 welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. The difference between family and familiar. Nothing wrong with it. We just got to understand it. This is one of the hardest parts in clearing the karmic debt. When you start talk taking accountability availability your availability your availability changes and then you realize the difference between family and relation it's about relation wrong as hell that's okay then nobody gonna say nothing we have to get we have to acknowledge the difference between family and relation through relevance of trauma we have to acknowledge the difference between family and relation through the relevance of the trauma or the events that happened in our life until we do this everything you will do you will do under the guise of family you will do under the guise of family there were so many things that i did there were so many opportunities 
that I didn't lose, but I learned from that I had to learn that the reason that I that opportunity fleeted or left me, I couldn't get to that opportunity was I was stuck in the paradigm of being accepted by my karmic family, the karmic cycle, my old con contract. Basically what it boiled down to was I wasn't ready to I wasn't ready to cash in the contract. I wasn't ready to clear it. And so many events happened in my life that needed to happen in order to teach me. This is the whole key of you being down here. The remember your experiences are your experiences are going to create the results of the the experiences are the unseen. The results of your experiences are based upon what you have not dealt with. That's why it's present. So when we start thinking about our lives and you're looking at how your life is structured from this, you're looking at how your life is structured. Think how your life is structured. Think of how you go through your entire day. And now there's a point. I remember there was a point in time to where I remember where that family first shit would hit when I would be in a relationship and that family first that killed my relationships. That family first narrative killed a lot of my relationships. I allowed that to be killing a lot of my relationships because I was putting the trauma first and in reflection in the relationships that I was in, I was putting the trauma first. If you have not dealt with this karmic debt, you're always going to put the trauma first. You're always going to put you're always going to put the the residencies of your traumas first. The things that you have taken residence in, you have taken that have taken space up in your in your in your consciousness, in your awareness. That's what's going to come up first. Whenever I talk about you wanting to manifest and you want to affirm and you wanting to build and you wanting to grow and you want to tap into your shit. You want to tap into your shit. Guess what? Guess what you keep doing? You keep doing that same thing every single time. I remember every single time. And I could be having one of the best moments in my relationships in a relationship ever, the best kind, it'd be like, okay, cool, I'm about to head to the crib and we gonna sit there, we gonna watch movies, we gonna have some bomb ass conversation and we just gonna vibe and chill out the music or whatever, have a, a depth and a depth conversation and then ring, 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 my phone go off, be a text message. Hey, your, your, your brother's in trouble again. Or your sister, her boyfriend went upside the head again. Or some of this narrative. And I'd be on the way to the house after work. And then i fall into that, oh, damn. I got to go take care of this first. But after a while, I realized I was like, I go do that. I go pick up the energy from that space. Because that's what you're doing when you're in that emotional state. You're not open. I pick up the energy from that space and I bring it to the house. I bring it to the house. I bring it into my space. 
So now that energy or that energy that has not been defined, that has been defined through this event is now in my space. Now it needs to feed. It would be everything from food to wherever it may be. A lot of us go into this space with ourselves not realizing how much we actually do this. That's the unaware aspect. Your trauma or your unseen, you carrying it to your relationships. You didn't have the same dude in your life or you keep getting closer and closer to this guy that's going to teach you some things or this sister, this queen that's going to teach you some things and you can't get into it with them in depth because you're still trying to use the old address or your old residency. You got to keep that old residency intact. You got to keep that old aspect. You got to keep that old aspect of life intact. So just in case something, just in case something goes wrong that you ain't willing, you ain't ready to pay off yet. That's what it is when it comes to that debt. You ain't ready to pay that bill yet. You don't move some things around. So you go over into that space to where you ain't got to pay it yet. There was so many times that I did this. There was so many times that I did that. And it was under the guise of my family. It was under that, my family. I remember so many times I left my job early or I couldn't really think straight at work because my brother had done some shit and my mom was like ringing my phone off the hook to deal with it. Until I finally was like, every time, same time, every month, he does something. What am I supposed to keep doing? That's your brother. You got to make sure he, why? He's had every opportunity. I've given him opportunities. You know, he doesn't need a job. He lazy, but that's your brother. That will always be the go back and forth. He's your brother. And then I really had to think about it. The only reason that he could be considered my brother was based on the relevance, based on the traumatic event. Once I acknowledged the symptoms came from a wound, an avoidance wound, or these emotional wounds or the attachments, once I, ex once I expressed these things in that space, the phone call stopped. It would be under the, my mom said she didn't want to hear my, hear me lecture or give the talk about it or whatever. Okay, cool. That was my key. That was the key for me. I had to understand like, oh, that's what I have to do. I have to honor my thought. Remember, it all goes back to honoring your thought. A lot of y'all keep being in the same situations because to honor your thought, you have to acknowledge your behavior. You got to acknowledge how you added into that space. That relevance through trauma. That relevance through trauma. The only reason that they're related to you or you still in relation to them is because the trauma you have not dealt with. Because once you deal with it and you become the example, 
you'll approach that situation differently. And it's going to happen to you regardless. I'm going to give you this key about how the spirit works. How the universe, the spirit, your higher self, the higher power, your ancestors, whatever you want to deem them at, wherever you at in your path. When it's time for you to deal with your shit, it's going to come out in the surface in everything that's inside of your space. When it's time to deal with your shit, when it's time to deal with your shit, it's going to come out on the surface in everything into your space. In some points, it's going to be a projection and there's going to be one thing in your space. One thing, I can say one thing, we're going to say one thing at this point at least one thing in your space that it's going to shoot and that shit's going to tear through all of that. It's going to tear through that bulletproof vest you got on. It's going to, it's going, it's going, you're going to, you're so used to shit hitting you in your body, but you ain't used to that headshot. You used to shit going at your body. You ain't used to that motherfucker with a headshot. For a lot of people that I talk, I'm that headshot. I am the headshot. The reason that we do not want to sometimes not address these things through the relevance, through the trauma or relation through the relevance of trauma. The reason that we stay in that space is because everybody in that space needs something from you. And you can say, because I said, I remember I said that, but they tell me about myself all the time. They only tell you about shit that you know, that you've accepted. Think about this. They only tell you things based on what you've accepted. That means they'll say something about mom. They'll say something about dad. They'll say something about your brother. They'll say something about your cousin. They'll say something about your uncle. They'll say something about your grandmother. They'll only say things that you have and expect that you have already accepted as fundamental information to feed your trauma, to feed you behaving the way that you behave. But they will not tell you things from a space outside of bias. They won't call you, they will not say that you're a liar based on emotion. You're only doing it through emotion, they won't tell you that. The reason they cannot tell you that is because they're not at the frequency, because if they tell you this, they change your frequency. They're dialed into that frequency based on survival. So since they're dialed into the frequency based on survival, since they're dialed into the frequency based on survival, since they're dialed into the frequency based on survival, that's how they can, that's how they stay tapped into you. They'll give you the feel good They'll give you that feel good, rah, 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 rah. They'll give you the feel good, rah, 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 rah. And you'll be like, yeah, they'll give you that feel good, rah, rah, rah. I'm your ride or die. We, we, uh, we family for life. We sisters for life. We brothers for life. But if you acknowledge that trauma, you acknowledge that event, you tell them to their face. See, the problem is with a lot of the things what I was doing was I would tell them to their face, but I was saying it from a space of trying to be accepted 
from that same damn wound. So I didn't give him the space. I didn't give him the space that was needed for them to actually have that alone time. Because I wasn't willing to give myself the alone time yet. See, when I started giving myself that alone time, those moments to reflect on myself, my whole damn behavior changed because I really started giving myself that time to myself. Whether it was a conversation I needed to have with myself or a conversation I needed to have with a spiritual advisor at those times, yeah, until I was competent enough to competent enough to do it to myself, I didn't want that space. That's why I never gave him space. I kept repeating the same behavior. It didn't matter what events went down because this is a toxic, this is a trauma response. This is a trauma response. Let me let y'all understand this now. This is a trauma response. If you know that you got some, you know you need to take, you know, if you know, if I know that I need to have time to myself to reflect and really sit with myself and really sit in a space and have a different conversation, you can get stuck in the tradition of Sunday dinners. Remember, it don't matter what day it is, it's all the same day. Some of y'all are stuck in the tradition of Sunday dinners. That means y'all gather around, y'all talk about current events, you talk about current events, you talk about your stresses, you talk about your problems, you have some half-assed solution, which is that's escapism, and then you go to your separate corners. Nobody brought a solution to the table because no one's willing to become the example. Because becoming the example acknowledges that you're the black sheep. And acknowledging that you're the black sheep acknowledges that you got to you 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 addressing that slip, that karmic debt slip. Nobody really want to do that. Instead, we talk about we talk about aspects of we only talk about the things that reflect our past. We talk about the girls out here being real grown. We talk about the the boys out here being real grown and fast. Not remembering that we were in that same position or an equivalent space to observe or experience that same thing. We avoid we're in the realm of talking about 12 year olds and 13 year olds and 14 year old girls and boys that are that nature, but we avoid the conversation about our life when we were 12, our life when we was in that age, we don't talk about it. You're always given the chance to spark that conversation up, but you'll avoid it just like your mother did. You'll use your mother as a scapegoat. You'll use your father as a scapegoat. You'll use your uncle as a scapegoat. You'll use the relevance in relation to the trauma to avoid dealing with the trauma. 
Every single time. I don't know how many conversations we didn't have. I remember sitting at my mom's house and my sisters and brothers be over there and we spend hours upon hours going down memory lane, looking at family photographs. And I didn't realize how detrimental that was because all we were doing was feeding the avoidance. None of us had to, none of us brought up the real conversation. I remember one time for myself, I remember my mom, she always had this thing about whispering and it irritated my soul that she wanted to do this whispering shit. And I remember like, she would be like, come back in the back room. Be like, let's say it here. We all standing right here in the, in here. And then I realized that she was still in a, this traumatic space of, if she said something that my pops didn't agree with, then my pops would get upset or would be seemingly upset if she didn't want to hear him lecture or she didn't want to hear him talk. But then when I faced my shadow in that aspect and said that, I remember later on down the line, me and my pops had a conversation. She was like, he was like, and that, and then, and yeah, later on we had a conversation and he, then that's when he told me about he gave me the story about his grand, my grandmother, his grandmother. He gave me the story about never meeting his mother. And like so many stories came out based on me bringing in that shock value, hitting with that shot. I don't do like, I remember when I said, I remember I said it out loud. We're sitting in, in the kitchen. My uh, sister dropped their uh, fork. She was eating macaroni and cheese at the time. And it was, I was like, I don't do this whispering shit. If you have something to say that's related to the aspects of the family, we gonna say it right here. This is why we're at where we are at right now. Because we continuously hold these secrets in these secret meetings and avoid dealing with what needs to be dealt with. My mom looked at me in my face and had this anger in her face. And that's when I realized I was like, my mother is a gatekeeper. Your karmic debt family, are, they're gatekeepers. The longer that they don't deal with it, they take in that position. When the spirit leaves the body, the soul leaves the body. All they are there now is as a gatekeeper. In your family right now, the ones that you try to cling so hard to they are gatekeepers they are gatekeepers to the trauma once you are once you have acknowledged that you have trauma you have these things that you have to deal with and now you're in that position now the line is drawn the that that in, this invisible line is now drawn you are now on the other end of the table you're no longer on the side of, you're no longer at the kids table. This is the best way I use this in this explanation. A lot of y'all want to stay at the kids table. It's time to come to this grown up table. The grown up table is about ownership. 
See, where you thought like you were sitting at the kids' table, your parents were just sitting at the big kid, the big kid table. When you now start, when you come to this grown-up table, the grown folk table, the adult table, the owner's table, you're gonna notice that you be the only one sitting at that table because you have to build that table. This table is in representation of your experiences and your examples and your lessons that you've learned. You built this new foundation. You built this new table. You built this new position. Now that you built this new position in your life, this new table in your life, and now that you're moving forward in this space and you're dealing with these aspects, what was your family now? And that's what makes it so hard for a lot of us in dealing with the sexual abuses, the, the sexual abuses, the family curses, the family secrets, all of these events. That's what makes it so hard to deal with is because it creates the bloodlust. The lust to the lust to maintain the blood, the, the the blood oath that not acknowledging that blood oath so you can actually do some shit. A lot of us can be stuck within that position to where until we deal with those things, we can't move forward. That's why a lot of y'all are stuck within that behavioral aspect or those old behaviors. And no matter what you do, the only thing you can do, you can't take ownership. You only can take up residence. That's the rental agreement. You can't take ownership. You only can take residence. This is why when some of y'all in y'all relationships, when you go into the new relationship, you only can take residence there. That means you only can take a certain amount of identities into that space. There's only a certain platitude. So it's not unconditional. It's not unlocked. You only can take a certain amount of residence there because you still got to maintain the residence over here. And that's the, that the most easiest way to simplify that is think about when your mom put a bill in your name. Think about it as your mom put a bill in your name. Therefore, i.e. a debt into your name. That's the same equivalent of you saying that the same that goes in the same space of saying your mom said in her head that they won't understand. So I ain't got to tell them. That's the same shit you keep telling your damn self. And then you try to do rudimentary or redundant regurgitation through the conversations you try to have with your children and your nieces and your nephews because you're still having the same redundant conversation with your relations through the relevance of trauma. You only can have a conversation based on the relevance based on trauma. That's the only way you got that conversation. It's through the relevance through trauma. So you can't talk about any new anything new. You only can talk about the things that are based in the relevance based on trauma. So anything deal with coping, anything deal with escapism, anything deal with hope, anything deal with coping, that's the only thing you're gonna have a conversation about. Anything that can change the entire narrative, you can't have that conversation. You're not privy to that information. 
This is in the same equivalence to whenever you're doing your work and you get a download, you get that download, you get that channel information, it's only going to come to you based on the level of light that you are willing, the level of light that you have expounded inside of yourself. So I don't care what, so, and then this builds into the framework of you not finishing school or you dropping out of school early, you not finishing school, you not going to college. This is the things that it come up as that, 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 that lack of confidence you have because you didn't finish your education because you had to become a mother early or you had to become a father earlier or you had to go work in the factory or you had to go work or start work earlier. So you've been stuck in that trauma cycle of working multiple jobs. And even when you, okay, cool, I got my business, your business built off of trauma. This shit get deep for you when you ain't dealing with these aspects. That shit roots in everything that you do. That hoping and coping, that roots in everything that you do. So since you got that on the table, you can't become vulnerable because vulnerability leads to weakness and you can't afford the weakness because you can't afford to become in the thoughts of being weak because that's that, that addresses the debt. When you become weak, it addresses the debt. When you become vulnerable, it addresses the debt. That's that accountability quotient. That's that responsibility quotient. A lot of y'all are afraid to become vulnerable because becoming vulnerable exposes the debt that you have to clear out. I remember being, the fear of me truly becoming vulnerable was not because of these, these scapegoats that I created. Every time I, every time I opened up, somebody hurt me or all that bullshit is because me becoming vulnerable exposes the debt that I got to clear up. Me becoming vulnerable exposes the responsibility I got to take in the debt that I got to clear up. The, the, the mess that I added to. So instead, I'll say things to myself of family is family. Family is family and I gotta I gotta be here no matter what. No, you don't. No the fuck you don't. Stop telling yourself that shit. Stop telling yourself you gotta ride or die for your family. That's a survival tech. That's a survival defense. That's a survival and a defense mechanism. The longer you stay in that process, you're gonna cycle back through on some bullshit. You always gonna cycle back on some bullshit. You always gonna feel like you need to save somebody. You always gonna feel like you need to help somebody. You always gonna feel like you need to do something for somebody in order to be, it's all based in the acceptance, based in the same damn wound. So the wound never heals. The wound can never heal because you're not doing what it needed for it to heal. You're not addressing the wound. You're bandaging the wound. You're putting a band-aid on an open sore and then wondering why it's getting affected. So now you're wondering why in that aspect, the physical manifestations of why your life is still infected with complacency and, 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 and all of these fear-based behaviors. It's time to address that shit. Your authenticity 
is in your story through love, not pain. Until you accept your story through a place of love and not pain, you will never become your true authentic self. You will never become the true authentic character. Y'all stay tuned to the plug talk, then we don't close this out. Welcome, 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 welcome. Once again to the plug talk. As I said before in the reading, if that reading resonated or you want to get a personal reading, services, serve that consultation to get that inner child healing and all that work underway, GodacoAlchemistLLC.com. If you go on there right now and you don't see it, it's because I'm revamping the site. So you can reach me at Rock All Anegis, that's my inbox on Facebook. Hit me at Papa underscore Lucy666 on Instagram. Or you can hit the number 910-587-8430. Tell you changing up everything over there. You also can hit me at setcallanegis at gmail.com. That's for everything for services. If you have a service, if you have a service, if you have a product, you want to do a build on a podcast, hit me up. We can set that dialogue up. You want to get that ad space, hit me up. We can get you set up in there. Last week, we got into on the God Hour show. We got into the difference between stagnant I mean, reincarnation. This Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, we're going to get into something a little bit deeper. We're going to stay on this healing this family narrative. But this Friday, Gotico Alchemist, you, my YouTube channel, we're going to get into bloodlust, the urge of survival. There becomes this moment in your path, in your, in your process, when you're going through your healing, doing your work. Where your energy's going to seem like it's trying to fight for your humanity and the identities and those masks. And you this This is what I call bloodlust. So Friday night, Easter Standard Time, 8 p.m. I want to say like 5 p.m. Specific. We don't get into that bloodlust. Gotta call Alchemist, the YouTube channel. Subscribe, share, more daily keys. And I want you to be the fucking best. Only you can become that best. Only you can tap in to those aspects to be make you your best. You know what I'm saying? For that closeout. Yeah, some of y'all wouldn't even respond. Some people don't even respond to family members based on the aspects of the events that they're avoiding and they're not having a conversation with. And then you have every right to do so. 
that relevance through the trauma is what keeps so many people bonded not realizing that that becoming the first example of the relationships that you maintain that becomes the exact remember every time you go into a space every time you go into a space the things that you have not dealt with the unseen are what create the lesson plan of that space remember this Every time you go into a space and you have not dealt with the unseen aspects, the events that happen, the debt that's on the table, that is what creates the lesson plan for that space. When I learned this and I started moving in that sense that in every space, I'm going to learn something about myself. I moved with such a purpose Because at first I was still going through avoidance. But when I really accepted and applied this, I realized that I couldn't run from my shadow. You can't run from your shadow. It's attached to your damn feet. Some people try to run from their shadow and this illusion of staying within these lights. The projections. You bury yourself in work. You bury yourself in a bottle, fire water. You bury yourself in herbs and whatever you're smoking, putting fire. You you bury yourself in the fire to avoid the, the shadow. But even in that, the smoke that comes from the fire that you light, that's also the aspects of your shadow. This family feud, the karmic debt, accepting that you are the black sheep and why you've been given that position. Understanding the difference, we have to acknowledge relevance based on the trauma versus what family really is. These are the things that until we deal with these aspects, making these things normal conversations not from a place of bias, not from a place of blame, but from a place of accountability and responsi- taking a responsibility in the heel to do that internal work, you're only going to keep seeing more of the same. You're always going to see your trauma marketed in front of you over and over and over again and continue getting these prescriptions that you have to keep refilling. Not just in, when we think about prescriptions, we always wanna think about the drug, admitted all these drugs and vaccinations and shit. But the prescription, very well to you not dealing with your trauma that you keep prescribing to, to avoid your trauma, is the lack mindset, the lack mentality the becoming staying a liability staying in a state of survival saying well they're doing what i'm doing and they look like they're doing good if you can see them they're still in you're still based in survival if you still feel the need to go over there you're still acknowledging that you're still in a place of survival it's time to actually do this work 
it's time to really tap in and do this and that's all that's left we always think it's something more complex than it is but it's actually simplistic as fuck the things that you have not dealt with are the unseen that's the occult that's the unseen that's the mythos that's the story that's the narrator that's what creates the experiences and the experiences that you go through create the results you want some different experiences it's time to acknowledge what creates those results you want new experiences it's time to acknowledge what's it's time to observe the results and learn the lesson that keeps showing up in your face we don't keep getting deeper into this this week this really has to be brought to the surface my abuelita my grandmother my aunt a lot of the spirits my spirit team came through was like yo it's time to bring this to the surface and who better than papa the light bearer somebody to bring it to the surface another episode of the God Hour Podcast. Y'all stay tapping in. I love you. You love us. Ashe.